Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Tuesday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Kyle. And uh, what's going on, Kyle? Another week in the books. Another fucking week. Another podcast. Here we go, right? Dude, today I was I got to work. I get to work at like ten to six in the morning, and uh, I was like, hell yeah! And I sat down and I started working, and uh, I was like, great! I got. I felt like I was in the zone. I felt like I was at work for like three hours, and I was all stoked because. I was like, hell yeah. Dude, half the day has to be done. It was 6-12. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I did that same thing. I, I got on and, you know, moseyed on over to my computer desk and sat there at 5 o'clock. And I was like, all right. And started doing some shit, checking my emails and doing some reports. And I was like, man, it's got to be about break time. I look up. It's fucking 5.55. <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. So today was one of those days that, like, no matter what I did, it like, so then I got back into the groove and I went to, I said, fuck it, I went back to work and I was like, oh man, I'm fucking starving. God, it must be noon, it must be lunchtime. It was fucking 9.20. <laughs> it's like, shit. That's always fun. So that was, that was my day. But we're finally getting back into the fall TV shows. Yes. Got the return of Last Man on Earth on Sunday. That was a, it was a nice season premiere. I had to watch it. I was watching, uh, TNT was playing fucking Star Wars all the time. Yeah. So I was, I was, I was caught bitching about the uh, continuity errors of Star Wars. That's what I caught myself doing this weekend. I can only imagine that personal rant. Because <laughs> I'm sitting. I mean, if, if it's only as glorious as your Batman, where are you keeping this shit rant? It, I'm sure it's amazing. <laughs> it was. Too I'm sure, bad. it's an amazing rant. I was sitting there and I was packaging up books. And by the way, everybody, I'm gonna do a shameless plug real quick. Okay, go for it. I am doing a. Dollar sale. Every all my books are a dollar. I don't care if they're worth, I don't care. They're all a dollar. Everything's on there for a dollar. <laughs> so if you guys are interested in dollar books, do you have a different eBay store now? Nope, it's the same eBay. I opened it. it back up. Same oh. eBay store. Same. Uh, we have issues. Phoenix Comics or Phoenix. Com- I don't even know what it's called. Phoenix Comics. We have issues. Phoenix Comics. We have issues. And everything's up there. I've got a whole bunch. Of, I'm, I'm just fucking posting the shit out of everything. I don't care. Everything's a buck. There you go. So, and I will still do, even though they're a buck, and it'll probably cost me money, but if you say you find books and you you say the show, I'll still do free shipping. Oh, shit. So that means I'm pretty much... What a deal! <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty much giving you books. Just Crazy Kyle is slashing, slashing, slashing prices. So, I got a... If you want dollar books... I wish I had, like, a little montage of you in, like, a karate gi, like... Trying to karate chop stuff. <laughs> One whoosh, yeah. fucking showing me with the samurai sword cutting water bottles and yep. shit. <laughs> Slashing prices. <laughs> so shameless uh, plug, shameless plug. There you go. Now it's done. Don't plug yourself. Only That's terrible. Mouth. That's terrible. Only with a cork. Speaking of plugging yourself, how about those voicemails this week? You guys have really been on the fucking ball. If you can't tell, that was 100% sarcasm. Right? Because nobody is using that. that I'm still line. calling out Dan and fucking Eric. I thought I thought that was such a good idea, but maybe people just don't want to be heard, and they just like listening to the show. And I think it takes time. Uh, maybe. I think it takes time. I think we need to get... You know what? I think if Dan and Eric... I think Andy needs to leave another one. One wasn't good enough, Andy. I'm fucking calling you out too, buddy. <laughs> Jose... 
We need another one from you. You initiated it. I want to hear another one too. As you can probably tell, that annoying hum that you've heard over the last couple months in the background is gone. That's because it's finally cool enough in Phoenix where when we record, we don't have to have the AC on in the studio. You know, you know how funny we are here in, in Phoenix is a. It's ninety-one degrees, and we're like, we're like putting on sweaters already. <laughs> oh, I'm not going that far, but I'm just saying we don't. We don't have this, the air conditioning going on. No, I, but I mean, it's, it's it's 90 degrees outside. We're like, fuck, we don't need an air conditioner right. in here. <laughs> but again, if you want to call and leave us a voicemail, you can do so at 602-345-0438. That is a toll-free number. Yeah, Dan and Eric. 602-345-0438. That is a Google voice number. It goes right directly to a phone in our studio. Yeah, fuckers. So you can use that to leave a voicemail, leave a comment. Leave a, a sarcastic remark. Something. Yeah. Bust our balls. Matt. Tell nice. Kyle that he looks fantastic in the swimsuit. You know. <laughs> talk about any of the cool new uh, photoshops that came out, which fucking slayed me. Jose. <laughs> you know. Dude, motherfucker, that dude is on <laughs> he is. point. He's not as quick as Andy, that, but he's he's the, still. Andy's got the timing. Yeah. And Jose has the physique. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's his are really nice, but, you know, what makes Andy's great is it's it's instant, man. The mm-hmm. motherfucker's on it, and then and then Jose comes with this nice, beautiful <laughs> one that's awesome to see. And so I, I love, that's why I love getting both of them, and I appreciate both of you guys doing that. I'm more Jewish than you. That's fantastic. Oh, my God. I fucking, I drop my phone when I see that. <laughs> Fucking laughing my ass off. I mean, that was just the fucking the chin strap. Fucking, I mean, everything that was great. Perfect, perfect. Um, so you said you watched Fear the Walking Dead this week? Yeah. So I watched it actually two weeks in a row now. Oh shit! What'd you think? The first thing I want to know is how the okay dude walked up. Dude, the husband I forget his name walks up to the gate. Travis. She sees him. And somehow he's the only motherfucker that got in. Yeah, no, like... All these people are fucking rattling the gate and pushing at trying to get in, and somehow only Travis gets in. Oh, because they were holding it from the other side. I don't give a shit. (laughs) Motherfucker, at least three people should have got in. Yeah. At least one of the little fucking kids that you didn't see should have got in. Mm -hmm. Somebody else should have got in. But no, it was really cool seeing the backstory of his, you know, and it's, it's... You were right what you were saying before. What's cool about Fear the Walking Dead now is, is these characters are coming into the... To the now of, of realizing that their world as they know it is gone. Yeah. And they know it, and they are filling their the position that they need to be in for this new apocalypse-type mm. zombie world. Like, um... Madison is kind of taking the Rick the Rick role a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, the son, has kind of taken the Shane role. The other son's realizing that, you know what, he doesn't need to be with Daddy... He's found these fucking those little group of fucking assholes to hang out well, with. Well, yeah, that's Chris, the, yeah. the guy who just straight up shot the farmer, dude. And then you got Nick, the drug addict, who's kind of off on his own. And you know what? He's found a real purpose in here, too, and he's realizing that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's the ones that are kind of his years of up. being His years of being an addict are actually paying off instead of hurting him. Yeah. So when he's cutting the oxy and, and everything like that. So I think I, I, I that's what I'm really liking about it is, is, is it's... It's coming into its own as what what are these people going to be doing, you know, in this new world? 
Yeah, I think Travis, though, when, when he gets double-crossed by his kid and those dudes and they shoot his, their friend, I would have fucking shot all of them. Yeah. I, I think it's going to come all. around. I think they're going to end up, somehow they're going to end up at that hotel. Well, that's what it looks like from the previous and next week's episode is they end up, or at the end of this episode is they end up back at the hotel. Yeah. So those guys somehow make it back to the hotel. I think so. he's going to fucking kill him. You think so? I think he's going to kill him and it's probably going to submit his son. I think they should kill his son. I would have killed the son, too. Right off the bat. Dude's crazy. Just throw them all in the ocean. Yep. <clears throat> I would just off them all. No, I mean, but but it's good. It's coming into, it's, it's really starting to settle. It was, it, Fear the Walking Dead was a really rocky beginning and almost two seasons of rockiness. Yeah, even mid, even well into season two, it wasn't really till they got off the boat and in Tijuana that it it uh, got better. And that whole, uh, what really kills me, if we sat through weeks of that fucking flight whatever, fucking short bullshit. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, introducing a new character for season two. She was in an all of two episodes. Right. And then fucking they did away with her, so fucking bastards. No, I really, I mean, I really, really, I really, you were right. Like, I, I was really doubting the, I was really doubting your words the first few episodes. But it did, it really, it really came around and it's really becoming its own not shit. It's not Walking Dead standards yet, but that's okay. It doesn't have to be. But it's not. It's not where it, it's come a long way. Well, if you remember the Walking Dead, the Walking Dead started out all right, and then it kind of lagged for a bit. Like season two was kind of a lag, mm-hmm. and then it kind of picked up. And it's. I mean, it's been going strong since season three. Season one was really good. It was only six episodes. Season two lagged because they were on the farm looking for Sophia through the yeah, entire fucking t- thing. And then season three is when they they got to the prison and shit really started picking up. So, and now we're at season set, about to be on season seven with the introduction of Negan <gasps> and the kingdom. I'm telling everybody right now, I'm going to do a little speculation thing for you guys. To you out there who have these Walking Dead 100 Negans, first appearance of Negans, if you have the uh, combining back covers, if you have the uh, second print black cover where he's holding, where Negan's holding the bat, the cover A, grade them, put them away, hold on to them because they, I think they're going to, if you have a couple extra copies, so if you have a few copies of everything, this is the time to, to grade it and hang on to it because... As you know, if you read the Walking Dead comics, Negan is not going anywhere. I mean, he's yeah. not going anywhere in the comic or in the in the show. So, with this buildup, with him being where it's at, the price of that first appearance of Negan, even though it's a very highly printed book. Well, you're going to get the introduction of another new character this season in Ezekiel, though, too. So yeah, but that one that one that one's going to be like from a speculation aspect. Ezekiel's going to be a quick flip. Yeah. It's not, he's not going to have that, he doesn't have that power, that, that staying power that, like, Negan's going to have. Uh, I think, I think Shiva the Tiger is. It's cool. What drives him. Yeah, but I, I, just hold, grade those books, hold on to those extra copies. You could have said the same thing about the governor, though, too. Like, the governor doesn't have that same staying power as Negan, but his, he's got, his first appearance is is a huge 
the expensive book. His print, the print run of Walking Dead twenty seven is a lot less than mm, the print run of Walking true. Dead one hundred. Yeah, and you got to remember they came out with what twelve covers. Mm-hmm. Remember they had yeah Mark Silvestri's cover. They had uh, Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane's. They had so many of them. Yeah, Rob Liefeld had a cover. Oh God, did he? They did cover. He had a variant number one. Yeah. For the Amazing Arizona variant. Mark Silvestri had a cover. Uh, Todd McFarlane had a cover. Adlard had a cover. Um, there were so many. Co- I can't even yeah, think of all of them Yeah, there was tons of covers. But I think those ones, that that second that second print, black, if you have those, mm-hmm. grade them, hold on to them. By the end of this season, it'll be good. But if you hold on to it, it'll be more because those ones are... Because you know those those second prints they didn't make as many. Yeah. So, just that's my Kyle speculation corner. Kyle speculation of the week. (laughs) Kyle Stone Cold pick of the week of the century. So I think with the introduction, and he's going to be around. He's he's not going to have that. Negan doesn't have that Rick umph that like Rick does. You know what I mean? But he's he's going to be the he's going to be. a close number two. Well, the other reason your speculation is pretty good is because if all goes according to plan, the people that are going to die in that issue, so not only are you getting the first appearance of Negan, the first appearance of Lucille, you're also getting the death of Glenn. Yes. In that issue. So that's huge. That's a huge issue. Huge issue. So uh, I have a new theory about who is going to su- suck the bat and how it's going to happen. Uh-huh. Is I think I think it's gonna be Abraham and Glenn. Mm-hmm. I think Abraham's gonna get the bat first, and then Daryl is going to um, say something and try to intervene, and then that's when he's gonna take the bat to Glenn. You think Daryl's gonna try to stop it, and so he's gonna hit? Uh, why do you say that? Um, I, I don't know. It's just. It's just kind of like watching the previews. That's kind of what I get from it almost is that people – there's been speculation all over the internet that there's more than one death. And – I think that speculation came because they – to so they didn't know who was who. They I think they did one of everybody. Well, right. But I think there was a – I read an article and I think it was either Scott – I think it was Scott Gimple. It might have been um, – it might have been uh, I can't think of his name now. The sci-fi and the guy who directs a lot of the episodes, Nicotero. Uh-huh. One of them s- slipped the tongue and were like, "Deaths made it plural." Oh, so the old in, S yeah, in parentheses, incenting in that there are in, 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 uh, initiating that there's going to be more than one death. Well, we've thought that since the end of the, and I think that. Because The Walking Dead has been... They don't kill characters off at the same time in the show as often as they do in the comics. But they usually meet their end pretty quick after that. So, like, Tyrese dies at the prison in the book. He he makes it past the prison, but uh-huh. he doesn't make it to Terminus. Nope. Um, <clears throat> then you have... Uh, who else? Who else died? Oh, well... Andrea's still alive in the book, and she's dead already. Yeah. Carol's dead in the book, but she's still alive. Um, Sophia is still alive in the book, and she died. Um, I can't think of any, I can't think of some of the other ones that they had. The governor met his end 
pretty much the same way. Uh-huh. Um, Herschel's death was different. Yes. Um, yeah, he didn't die by the governor. Well, his head getting chopped <clears throat> off. Yeah. Um, Judith is still alive, as in the comic. She gets killed at the prison. Um, they killed Lori off sooner than they should have. Yes. Um, but they still had all that that go down. So Abraham, if you remember from our discussion about last season, Abraham's the one that dies from the arrow to the back of the head. Yep, from, right through his eye. Uh, from Dwight. Instead, they had it happen to, to someone else. And I think, you know, he's, he's still going to meet his end because it's still close enough. That I think it makes it more impactful, and he's kind of had that the whole th- like revelation. It's almost like what I said with uh, with Tim Drake in Detective Comics. He's got that whole like coming to light thing. Uh-huh. And that's kind of what he had with Sasha is that whole coming to light thing with breaking up with uh, Rosita, and then now moving to Sasha, and Sasha's like accepting him, and they're it's kind of everything's right with the world with him right now. So and it's time for him to go. It's time for him to meet that fucking bat. Well, the only thing is, just I've got it narrowed down. I mean, yeah, I, I can't see because Glenn, he because he's not in the book anymore. Mm-hmm. Abraham, he's not in the book, and Daryl was never in the book. Right. Well, I mean, I guess you could say that about Sasha too. But um, so within those three, and I think they're all actually standing or sitting pretty close to each other, aren't mm-hmm. they? So I that's I, I know it's a, it's in. It, I've got the thirty three percent on all of them. I don't know. It it would even be cooler if like it stops on Maggie, and he's gonna hit Maggie, and as he's going to hit Maggie, Glenn jumps up, and takes it for her, taking it like a champ. Yep. I bet you. I don't know. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna stick to this whole thing. I hope, dude. I hope fucking Glenn's eye comes out. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, I hope they stick it. I hope they keep that pretty close to the comic. <coughs> but that this is this will be our last speculation on this because I mean, it's a it's, month away. Yeah, I, and I hope I hope uh, Coral ends up like going over to because remember how in the book mm. he ends up being caught by Negan. He sneaks into Negan's transport yeah. on his first trip from Alexandria back to. Um, the his camp. So I mean, I hope I hope all that I hope all that goes down because I think that would be great TV. Um, kind of just something to throw out there for you guys. Kyle and I have been kicking around the idea. I'm not sure if we're gonna make it a Patreon only thing or if we're gonna do it for everyone. But Kyle and I have been kicking around the idea of of live podcasting during the season seven premiere of The Walking Dead. So you hear our reaction to the deaths as it happens, and then we will, since we both, we got DirecTV, we get it East Coast time, we will scramble to get it out, so that way when you're watching the Season 7 premiere on the West Coast, you can watch it with us, or you can wait till after and watch it again when the second rerun, because you know we'll be airing it all night, you can watch it in the second rerun with us and get our thoughts of the walk, of the season seven premiere as it happens. Just an idea we're kicking around. Let us know if it's something you want to hear. I want to. I want to do it though. You want to do it? I want to do it regardless. Okay, I'll do it regardless. I think it'd be awesome. Well, let us know if it's something that you want to hear 
while rewatching the episode. So that way I, I, I will do it regardless and I won't scramble to put it out if no one gives a shit. You know, it's just, just my mentality. <clears throat> you Some, don't, somebody gives a shit. You don't care. I don't want to help you care. All right. Well, let's get into some news for this week. Uh, Disney's rumored to be interested in purchasing Twitter. According to Bloomberg, Disney is currently working with its financial advisors in order to see if the acquisition would be uh, feasible and lucrative. Other companies considering making a bid be for as lucrative as Verizon buying uh, Yahoo. Well, <laughs> other companies considering making a bid for Twitter are Google, Verizon, and Salesforce.com, who is reportedly working with Bank of America on the process. So why 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 buy it? I don't I don't know. The last couple of weeks, there's been some interest in the purchase of Twitter, and I, I, the guy, the CEO of Twitter, said he's interested in selling it. Well, yeah, because he could probably sell it for billions. Well, of course. Just like, you know, MySpace or any of these other things. You know, it's kind of like the guy who created Minecraft. I don't know if you know what Minecraft is, but Minecraft's a huge. And he sold it off because you get tired of it and want to do something else. So now you know, that frees up a shit ton of your time. Dude, how long ago? I'm trying to think of a buddy of mine, Justin. Um, oh, God, how It must have been. I still had, a, like, a, a home computer, like a. So it had to have been 10 years ago, at least. He was like, dude, he sent me, uh, dude, go to this website. and this is awesome game called Minecraft. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. He's like, cool. It's all 16-bit. And I was like, okay. So I got on it, and I'm fucking around, and I'm like, yep, nope, nope. I did it for like a few months. Fucked around with it. It just... Now it's enormous, man. It's huge. Dude, my kid, my kid fucking builds insane shit in that thing. Yeah. When he's not banned from Xbox Live? When he's not banned from Xbox Live. Like, I think he, and I think he gets banned from Minecraft a lot from, like, going into other people's shit. And, and like, burning their shit down? Yeah. <laughs> Trolling them? Yeah. Fucking with them. Fucking kid's a troll, man. <laughs> That's what they do, right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, season three of Daredevil could be delayed until 2018. But it's for a good reason. It is. Renewed for its third season earlier this year due to his involvement in the Defenders um, and that show leading into the events that set up season three of Daredevil, it could possibly delay the third season until 2018. Because you got to think, you got to have Luke Cage, which premieres this Friday, by the right. way. Friday on Netflix, Luke Cage. And after you're done, you know, streaming. Luke Cage and, and binging Luke Cage. Make sure to check out the documentary about my, my girl Amanda Knox. I'm gonna be watching that too. <laughs> but um on Netflix. But yeah, it's, um this Friday, Luke Cage. You excited Netflix. for that? I am. You think it's gonna be good? Luke Cage? Yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah. It's gonna be really good. So Supposedly like, there's more sex. Supposedly like the first episode, the first five minutes from what I've heard is like a nothing but a giant sex scene. And it's like as long as it's not the a lame, hardcore far away shirt on. No, apparently it's like a hardcore sex scene. So that's awesome. Fucking tired of seeing these lame, <laughs> fucking poundings. But you gotta think. So you, you got Luke Cage, and then you gotta make way for Iron Fist. Yep. And then you're probably gonna have Jessica Jones season two in there before Defenders, and then you'll have Defenders, and then I mean if they're Daredevil gonna have. I mean, Defenders have to come out 17 if they're going to make 
Daredevil come out in 18. Yeah, Defenders are going to come out. Defenders start shooting later this year, like November, December, I think. No, I mean, as long as the postponing is... I think that's a good reason to shoot Defenders. I'm kind of excited about that. You just shoot Defenders Season 1 before Season 3 of Daredevil? Yes. Especially if it's going to lead into... Because, I mean, the, the Season 2 kind of set up set up Iron Fist, mm-hmm. and then I'm sure Iron Fist will go more into it, and Jessica Jones didn't really do much other than to introduce the character. I think that's kind of what Luke Cage is going to do, too. That's what you think this season is going to be, is kind of a... Just introduction, yeah. But you, you're Jessica gonna inter- Jones kind of slow, though. It's going to introduce him as his own character, though. So, I mean, as Power Man, and I hope you get to see the original Power Man outfit with the giant fucking fro. Yeah. That you got to have him, like, in a picture, like... On Halloween like that or something. <laughs> or like maybe goes incognito and he just puts on a giant fro wig or something. But I'm excited for it. Are you excited for it? I'm more excited for Defenders. Really? Than I am for Luke Cage. But I'm going to watch it. I've never been a big Luke Cage guy. I'm so. excited for Iron Fist. I am too because he's a cool motherfucker. The, the, Iron Fist will be actually, a good one. Actually, I, I just like having all of these shows on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's... And it and it's all, and they're keeping it all tied together. So but I they're so cool good, too. and then you binge them, and then thirteen hours later, you got nothing left to watch. I know that's the only part that sucks. Like I try to space it out. I only try to watch a couple episodes every, but it doesn't work. I end up just watching them all over right? the weekend. Because you're just like, man, I got nowhere else to be today. Let's just keep going. Luke Cage it up, yeah. right? I'll probably end up binging it. Like by Sunday, I'll have it all done. Yeah, I'm excited for it. So we'll see. Um, Mark Millar reportedly wants John Cena, that's right, Juan Cena himself, to star, star in Superior. After seeing John Cena's performance in the film Trainwreck recently, Mark Millar took to Twitter, letting fans know he has requested John Cena to play the title role of the big screen adaptation of his comic book series. He wants that root. He wants that giant root. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Superior is the story of a 12-year-old boy who um, was a huge really good athlete and then uh got multiple sclerosis he idolized superheroes and one night he gets a visit from an alien monkey informing the boy that all of the people on earth of all the people on earth he has been granted an honor of being bestowed a single magic wish the boy is then transformed into superior but then the monkey turns out to be a demon who says in order for the boy to keep his powers he must give him his soul done it's a good series. Is it? It's a really good I never series. Read it. It's a really good series. Um, but yeah, I can see Juan Cena doing that. The only problem is, is that this has been on the the table since two thousand eleven, and mm. he's, nobody's attached to it. So, um, yeah, and I mean, you know, Mark Millar from Kick Ass, um, Kick Ass Two, Hawk. Kingsman. Secret Service, Huck. Um, he's he's all over the place. Kingsman's fucking awesome. Kingsman is awesome, and I'm ready for the sequel. Yeah, I fucking love that movie. Uh, don't get too excited just yet to see Deathstroke make his big screen debut in Ben Affleck's Batman movie. As initial reports indicate, we are about a year and a half away from the film being released. But you will get to see him make his small screen debut again in the new season of Arrow. In episode 100. Is it going to be him? And it's going to be Manu, the guy who played him in season two. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's cool they're bringing him back. Because that was some of the best arrows that season. Really? I li- I really liked it. With Deathstroke. That was my favorite. Well, yeah, because you're a Deathstroke guy. <laughs> Deadpool mean, and Deathstroke. I don't get it with you. I, I, I don't, your, your Deadpool tastes have kind of dwindled since I first met you. It has. Because you used to be big in Deadpool, and now it's kind of like dwindled off. Yeah. Kind of You've seen the error of your ways with Deadpool, I, huh? I guess so. I think what happened was, it, is he was cool, it was awesome, but it got like, it got to be like too much. Mm-hmm. It was everywhere. All of a sudden it was like, and then it was real like cheesy. It came. It became cheesy. Like when Dugan was writing it, and prior to that, it was it was sarcastic, but it was still kind of funny. And then it just got like, and then what really did it for me was uh, Deadpool Spider Man. Yeah, that's really. I like New Mutants Deadpool, but ever since he became the the chimichanga, everywhere. Everything's a joke, kind of guy. It break the fourth wall every fucking five seconds. <laughs> I just i I lost all interest in Deadpool. I mean, I really liked Deadpool. I still like Deadpool, but yeah, just not like I used to. I like like the movie version was just the right amount of Deadpool for me. I think any if it, if you go any more than that, it's too over the top. It just seems like now they're just like they're trying too hard. It's I don't know. That's it. Just seems too much. Mm-hmm. If they, just, if they scaled it back a smudge, it would probably be pretty good again. Yeah. You know, I just... Well, one of my last... One of the last Deadpool runs I read that it was actually good was Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. That is a good run. Other than that, like, I haven't been interested in a Deadpool book. I liked then. I liked it when... Because when, when uh, Dugan was writing it, uh, I think Tony Moore drew the first couple episodes... Issues. issues. I don't know why I always say that. <laughs> and I really liked it. And then even in the middle of that run, that's when it, like, Deadpool, like, exploded, exploded. Like, he was, like, all of a sudden, like, in the middle of that run, he was, like, all over the place. Mm-hmm. And then once it got to uh, right in the middle, what the fuck was it called with the Watcher? Oh, um, Original Sin. Yeah, right around then it seemed like like Deadpool like was like insanely huge and it was like over the top all of a sudden. For me, it became over the top when they made it so that in Secret Wars he was he wore the Venom costume before Spider Man and before Venom. He so he had the symbiote before Spider Man, then before Venom, and that's why the symbiote is crazy. Nah. That kind of ruins the the allure and the lore behind the black suit Spider-Man and the symbiote to me. In Secret Wars 2? Yeah. See, I bailed on that. No, it wasn't in Secret Wars 2. It was in, um, yeah, you're right. It was Secret Wars. Yeah. Deadpool's Secret War, yeah, because yeah. he wasn't, it was taking place at a different time. Yeah, I, I bailed on that. Like, it just didn't, it didn't hold yeah. me. Like, he's got another, it's, there's another Deadpool run out. I haven't even, like, bothered with it. But that Deadpool Spider-Man, that's another, like, hot speculative book right now. That book sucks. It did suck. Remember, we talked about well, it. Well, I got there. the first issue for free from Amazing Arizona and it, when I won the, the chance to go watch Deadpool with Rob oh, Liefeld. Right. And it was fucking terrible. But remember, we reviewed it on here. Remember, we went yeah. through it and fucking just, we just tore it apart. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> Stan Lee is honored at L.A. City Hall today. 
Stanley Day, bitches. Yep. City council members announced that October 28th will officially be declared Stanley Day in the city of Los Angeles. Is that the first day of Kamikaze? Yes, it is. This is also happens. Uh, what you fucked me up, Kyle. <laughs> this also happens um, to coincide with the opening day of Stanley's namesake convention that hits L.A. Stanley's Kamikaze. You're gonna be there, aren't you? Um, I'm going to try to go Saturday. I didn't apply for press. No, you did not. <laughs> I am going solo. I'm gonna try and fly out Saturday morning and fly back then or Saturday night. It's it's pretty cheap to do so right now. That's what I'm doing for San Diego this year, next year, 2017. Yeah. I'm always shooting for Saturday tickets. Saturday tickets. That's it. I'm gonna fly in and fly out. Well, I was kind of talking to Kellen about that, dude. Is <clears throat> I think. If I get if I get preview night, I'll go all the days. But if I only get one, if I if I don't get preview night or press, I'm only going one day. And I think because there's other things I want to do. I would like to go to Michigan for the summer and then go to EDC in Vegas. Yuck. Go to PAX. Um, things like that. Why do you want to go to EDC? Dude, I like EDC. I I like electronic music. EDC was a blast the one year I went. It's in the desert. It's on the it's on the and motor it's speedway. Hot. It's at the. Uh, um, it's because it's outside of Las Vegas. Vegas Motor Speedway. Yeah. Yeah, it's at, it's like in, what is it, Carson City or something? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't remember. I know it's not close to Vegas. It's it's a little bit of a drive. It's still yeah, it's a little bit of a drive, but it's still not. It's early enough in the spring, mm-hmm. when it's not that hot at night, and they do it. It goes. They go. It's an overnight thing. It's not during the day. Yeah. So that's not my cup of tea. Um. The co-creator of AMC's The Walking Dead, Frank Darabont, is seeking over two hundred eighty million dollars in a lawsuit with AMC. He served as the showrunner. He served as the showrunner for the uh, first six episodes of season one before being fired uh, from the show midway through season two. After parting ways, AMC went on to license the series to its cable affiliates for an amount of money, which DeBorrance Camp claims wasn't enough. DeBorrance's contract entitles him uh, to as much as 10% of certain... So, 10%, and he's claiming that his 10% is $281 million. Jesus Christ, how many billions of dollars is The Walking Dead making? Right, well, that's just in syndication. So his contract entitles him to as much as 10% of certain The Walking Dead profits after deductions, suggesting the suggesting the syndication deal could have been worth billions of dollars. Billions. By the dollar amount requested in the lawsuit. Motherfucker. <clears throat> and here's, this is kind of like the main topic I wanted to talk about on the show today with this. is it, That's scary, man. That's This is a scary situation, kind of. Because he has nothing to do with the, con- this is only... He's only claiming rights to being the creator of the show. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with the comics. So it, it's between him and AMC. Kind of. I don't think. I don't know how much Robert Kirkman's involved in this. Oh, but I, I guarantee he's all up in the mix of that. You 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 put it into perspective. Like, I'll just use the podcast for example, just because we're here recording it now, and it's an easy way to do that. Kellen and I started this podcast. Kellen left. Right. He's not here anymore. We'll, we'll pretend Kellen was fired. 
Well, I'm just playing. Yeah, okay. So, no, we can do that way. Wolverton Kellen's fired. He left. He's not here anymore. He yeah. comes on maybe one, two episodes every now and then, which he's been on both What the Fuck Fridays we've done recently, which is surprising, but <laughs> what are you going to do? Fucking roommate. Um. <clears throat> so, we, we become syndicated, and we all of a sudden get asked to do radio shows, or we get asked to be on other podcasting networks, and they're going to give us a ton of money to do so. He then turns around and sues me because even though he had nothing to do with our success, he was there in the because beginning. he left early. He was in, and then he, but he was there in the beginning. See, I think the difference is is, is part of uh, what's his name in The Walking Dead's contract was he got a percentage, mm-hmm. right? And, and so The Walking Dead is huge now. Now, if you say when you guys sat down to to do this podcast and it was just the two of you, and you guys made a contract that said regardless of anything. If this thing becomes, I get 10%. Like, if he decided he came into the contract, like, second episode, and he said, I get 10% of whatever back-end stuff happens from here on out. And you're like, this isn't going to do nothing here. 10% of of nothing is nothing. So you sign it. And then he leaves. Well, yeah, yeah. And then we we build this into something. And he comes back and says, look at my contract, bitch. Well, essentially, we had a deal like that presented to us in the very beginning. We had someone, uh, we were going to be part of a website, and I'm not going to say any names or anything like that. Uh, we got offered the opportunity to be part of a website. And the were you guy. Be naked on it? No. The <laughs> guy running it, we just hosted our podcast. That was it. We still had our SoundCloud. We had everything, but we were hosted on his website. And he came to us and said, Listen, I think you guys got something here. Your numbers are getting stronger. I want to give you X percentage of my website a piece. I think it was like 30% a piece. But then I want a 30% stake in the podcast. So I'm like thinking, well, this guy's got nothing to do with the podcast. He didn't start it. He's not contributing really anything to it. He's just hosting our website. Um, but if his host, if his website hosts a lot of traffic... But then that's a question of how is he getting that traffic? Is the traffic coming to us because of the website, or is the, tra- the traffic going to the website because of us? I don't. I think at that point it doesn't matter because you you are becoming bigger because of it, and he is becoming bigger yeah. because of it. No matter where the traffic goes afterwards, if it's benefiting everybody, then it works for everybody. So it essentially came down to that exact argument of thirty percent of nothing is nothing. Mm. Until it's something. Until it's something, right. Which I'm so glad to this day that we didn't go through with that because he no longer runs that website and that website kind of died out and we're still here growing. So potentially that could be someone who's not even involved in the situation anymore in my hand, with his hand in my pocket. Forever. Right, forever. Right now, Kellen and I don't have contracts with each other. We've, we've gone 50-50 split with all the equipment, you know, except for... The only one I'm really in 50-50 split with other than him is you guys because I went 50-50 with your microphones. Yep. Um, and we're all kind of invested 50-50 split in this. And it would be like him leaving and then coming back when me and you grew this. Uh-huh. And Jose too, but he's been gone because he's sick or had a stroke. But we grew this to what it is now. And if we, all of a sudden we were getting sponsorship deals and – all this crazy stuff to where the point where we had to make it, we had to have contracts, legitimate contracts, and we're signing legitimate contracts. 
that that's scary to me because then he's coming at he can come at me and say, "Listen, I want ten percent of this because I created that. You didn't build it, no, but you were there to create it." How you get to that? I think that's like that's a gray area. What I would what I would do personally is uh, kind of like what some of the people did with Apple, is they bought them out early mm-hmm. and they bought them out cheap. You know, to that guy that sold his stock for $150. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think, I'm not, not saying buy Kellen out, but I think that's something I would do in that position is he's left. How about I give you, you know, two Andrew Jacksons as a buyout? You know what yeah. I mean? And then you are bought out of everything. You're and I think f- that would essentially, if it come, push comes to shove, I mean, I think that's essentially what I would do would be, to buy Kellen out of his half of the equipment and everything like that, but I mean, I'm, he's not going to do. He's not doing that at all. It's yeah, just hypo- this is all just, hypothetical. We're just making conversation. <clears throat> um, I mean, that's essentially what I would do. But I mean, flip it on the other. The other aspect is say something happened and you quit the show or whatever. Someone said, "Oh well, you know, we like what you guys are doing, but we don't want Kyle to be part of the show anymore." And you get fired or whatever if it's out of my hands. Then you go, okay, well, I want it in my contract that I get X amount of dollars per every thousand listens for the episodes that I appeared on. Then it just becomes a massive clusterfuck. Yeah. You know, and that's, and that's scary to me. That's that's scary to me going, because I've got all these other projects going too with other people, and that's very scary to me with letting people join me on things is because it's like, well, if this takes off, then... How long till you fucking sue me? Right. You know? And that's the whole thing with being famous is that we're, we're not famous by any means. I was going to say, means. look at this guy. <laughs> no, no, no. Big head guy. <laughs> we're not famous by any means. But, like, my I don't have a good relationship with my biological mother. I don't talk to her. I We have no contact whatsoever. But I have a fear, a, a legitimate fear, because she's not very well off and she's – you know, she gets by and, and things like that. But I have a legitimate fear that at some point, if I make it big, she could try to sue me for something, for slander or something, because I've not been a nice son by any means. Like, I've been very vocal about my feelings about her. Kind of like when Joe Dirt became famous. Yeah. And his parents found him. Right. <laughs> kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, will I ever make it that big? I don't know. Will she actually do that? I don't know. It's just a per. It's just my own in my own. Um, it's a shit in the, the back of your head. Yeah, it's my own uh, insecurities, paranoia, yeah. paranoia, insecurities, and I don't think she would actually do that. But you never know. Like you never know. I think Kellen would do it. You think so? Yeah. Why? I know Jose would do it. Oh yeah, I'm sure he would. Jose do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, I want <laughs> I want X amount of monies for every episode we need that buy, I threw up on. We need to buy Jose out now. <laughs> yeah, buy him out while the getting's good, huh? Since our download, since our fucking subscribers and downloads are exploding, we need to buy him out now. Yep. I don't think anybody. I I don't know. Honestly, what I think would happen was it would be more butthurtness than suing. Yeah, well, you never know though. People you, do you crazy know, things. You get the right idea in your head. And you get the right person. You know, pushing that yeah. that idea. I mean, podcasting has been around since the early 2000s, but it's exploding now. And who knows where it's going to be in the next three, five years? You know where it's going to be? It's going to be the, it's going to be the main way people. It's the main right now. It's becoming a, a staple of 
what people listen to for entertainment. Yeah. And that's where it's becoming now. And if it doesn't matter who you talk to, they listen to at least two podcasts. Mm-hmm. There's two podcasts that everybody you know. And I'm not saying just because it's like the in thing, but it does. It's all age ranges. It's all, it's it's that's because right now it's it's and the other thing that's good is it's something you don't have to pay for. Well, and it's kind of like the <clears throat> it's kind of like the international waters of entertainment. There's not very many rules and regulations on podcasting. If I want to sit here and tell you to fuck yourself, I can sit here and tell you to fuck yourself and not be be. It's muted. not yeah. It's it's not really regulated. It's mm-hmm. not. We could just sit here and we can. Blab to our, to our heart's content, and I think that's what it is, is. Is I think that's what it's what people enjoy about it. It's 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 the rawness of what people can bring because it's you know I mean you don't we we don't have that you know guy sitting outside of the window here of our studio looking at his watch or or telling us when to go to commercial or telling mm-hmm. us what record we have to spin. I guess it's not you know or what what. Song we have to downloadable track we have to load next yeah yeah you know what I mean we don't have that you know we we could just I mean if we wanted to sit here for four hours we could just sit here for four hours and blab on and I think that's and it's raw and it's you know what I mean it's just and people like that just that people just sitting around fucking if if someone wants to sit there for four hours and listen to us talk in one sitting I would question their. Um, Mental stability, <laughs> dude. I just one of the podcasts I listened to, man. That was three hours and forty-seven minutes. I know Joe Rogan's are usually really long too, but I don't. I don't normally listen to an entire Joe Rogan podcast in one sitting. I just, the problem with Joe Rogan, I find, is okay. First off, I'm not a big drug guy, so getting stoned, taking hallucinogenics, being in these weird fucking tanks and shit, that doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. So when they start getting super stoned and they go off in those weird-ass fucking directions, it's not interesting to me. Yeah. You know, like one, of the, like I listened to the one I listened to. It's about a bunch of dudes just bullshitting about comics and fucking around. It's pretty much what it is. Is it called The Absolute Geek? <laughs> it's That's the other one I listened to. It's oh. like that. But they talked for three hours and like 47 minutes. They just blabbered on and on and on and on and on. And, on. and it took me about two days to listen to it. Just because I, I, I listen at work and I can't, you know. Yeah. But that's the good thing about it is they just get, you know what I mean? There's no, and I think that's what people like about it. That we can just do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Because we're just two assholes sitting in a room fucking bullshitting. Right. I think it's awesome. I mean, I mean back on point, though, that's kind of two of my biggest fears is that Creating something. Kellen's gonna sue you? No, not Kellen necessarily, but <laughs> creating something that explodes into something where at one point someone's gonna sue you for it. Because I guess you know they say you you haven't made it until someone's trying to sue you. Right. So you know, look at Silicon Valley. Like I know it's a TV show, but I'm sure that happens all the time where someone comes up with an idea and then someone's like, "Oh, I had that idea first, and they try to sue him for it. You don't know, but because you that other person didn't file the patents on it and. And like that, his idea's out the window. Well, yeah, he's going to try and get a little chunk of change for it now, you know? Like the dude who tried to sue Apple for the iPhone. Yeah. And his phone looked nothing like the iPhone. No. It's just that he had the idea and he wrote it on paper, you know? And it's just, it, that's my biggest fear. One of my biggest fears is creating something that would cause a family member or friend to try to sue me for it. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it's a good fear to have. I don't have many, but. 
That's that's a. I'm getting ahead of myself. I know, but we're not we're not that big. We're or, not that popular. Maybe you are getting ahead of yourself. Well, maybe some, the papers are in the mail. <laughs> maybe someone's trying to sue me maybe now. Maybe Jose's already sent them. Man, good luck trying to sue me now. You're going to get about a uh, stick of bubble gum. You're going to get 30% of zero? Yep, 30% <laughs> of zero is still zero, my friend. That's funny. But no, I think... Uh, Jose can, tell me, can sue me for the whole $50 he's invested in his microphone. Right. The hardest part about podcasts right now is is finding them. Yeah. Finding that good one, like finding us, finding what you like to listen to. That's the hard part about podcasting. Because everybody and their brother can do it. Yes. You have a cell phone, you can create a podcast, sadly to say. It's hard to find, because I can't even tell, I can can tell you how many different podcasts I've tried. I have, I can scroll, my phone freeze, my my, uh, my iPod, my, uh, my podcast app freezes because I have so many. Dude, I was looking online. And there's a guy who has a, jam, a podcast about jam, creating jams and jellies. There's a podcast for everything. There's a podcast for everything. And it's, like you said, I, I have a feeling that you're right. It's going to be a way that people get their their entertainment yeah, going forward. And, because for the most part, it's free. You could just, and it's specific to what you want. Right. You can listen to it whenever you want. Like, you know, like, I listen to episodes. They're not the most current. I know fucking Dan is behind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, on us, you know, he like, he's like, dude, that thing you said in July was funny. Fuck, July? Yeah. Motherfucker? What, what did I say in July? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like, I was like, I don't even remember that. You know, mm-hmm. but it's, but, and that's a great thing though, is you, you get to listen to it as you want. Right. And that's, that's, that's the awesome thing is you can leave it alone and you know what? You subscribe to it. And it keeps and it keeps putting it there until you stop listening for a long time, and then it tells you. Then it stops downloading, like iTunes, mm-hmm. like the podcast on iPhone. If you stop listening, it stops downloading them. Really? Yeah, a little, a little orange arrow comes up that says, mm. "You don't download this anymore." I mean, I have a bunch of podcasts that I'm behind on on my phone too that I don't down that I don't listen to, but I'll still at least go through and mark them as marked as played to give them that that download. To show that I downloaded it, but I don't actually listen to the episode. See, I, I only download what I listen to, so I, I have like I'm I'm listening to like, and that's the other thing too is I listen to about four or five. It has to be something I'm in the mood for. It. So like, if it's the new episode of Smodcast or something, I'm like, you know, I'm not really in the mood for this right now. I'll I'll give them the listen and I'll mark it as played. Give mm-hmm. them a listen and away I go. You know, it's it's things like that. Like it's it's something that I like to listen to at times. Mm-hmm. But and there's times I just don't want to listen to it, and I don't. I I have a weird obsession where I hate seeing things up on my phone. So like if my email email says I have four emails, oh I have to clear them. If there's something that says I have an alert, I have to clear it. It it's, drives me nuts. You know what, dude? Most people are like that. See, I'm not like that. My phone, like I have sixteen hundred emails. Yeah, dude, that would drive me nuts. Like like look, my 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 podcast thing. It it says forty nine. Yeah, it would drive me fucking crazy. Sixteen, like all these updates, like. Everything, I, I just, it doesn't, I don't know. I'm like the only, like, I was sitting at a, like, hanging out with, like, acquaintances and stuff one night. Like I call them acquaintances, they're not friends, they're just acquaintances. Yeah, and uh, well, I don't hang out with them all the time, I don't talk to them all the time, it's just, mm-hmm. and I was looking at my phone, he looked over at my phone, he said, you have stuck 3,000 emails, it's, so what? Yeah. That's annoying. Don't look at my fucking phone then. Yeah. Like, here, Look. 
No fucking, I shut it off. You can't even fucking see. I know now. Who gives a shit? Who gives it drives a- me fucking crazy. I don't. I don't know. It just. I don't know. It, like a lot. I've I've had probably about four or five people like say, "Dude, you have a lot of emails." So who fucking cares? It doesn't like blow my phone up or nothing. No. Yeah. I just. I'm just like. Mm. I, I I just gotta clear it out. I can't have that. It drives me I, I, fucking I don't crazy, fucking man. Give a sh- I don't know why it doesn't drives me nuts. I don't just like my comic book cl- organization skills. Uh, mine. I've probably said this before on the podcast, but my my actual uh, organization is it goes in there by month and week. So like, if I were to write all my boxes. June and July, I could find the things a lot easier because what I do is they, I read them and they stack up and then when they get to about a short box, I pick them all up and put them in a short box. So there's no, there's nothing together at all. Dude, that's crazy. Mine's all together. Like I have Batman with Batman, but I do mine going from most recent to first. So like all my Walking Dead is in the sh- is in the short box and all my stuffs together. Like all my Walking Deads are in a box all the way up until like issue like one thirty nine. Jesus. And now they're just in like random boxes. Random boxes. But now you have so now if you want to find something that you want to get signed, you have to go to random boxes. Dude, oh so so when I decide, hey, great fucking blah 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 is coming to Comic Con, I have to look through like. 20 boxes of comics yeah. to find whatever the fuck I'm looking for. Yeah, no. No, like, thank you. <laughs> like, the only thing I have in order are uh, my Amazing Spider-Mans and my w- Walking Dead. And and both of those stop at a point, and then they're all just in random boxes, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, and then I have, because, like, my my boxes of comics in, on, in my room are, like, Four feet tall by like, I don't know, like eight feet, mm-hmm. and they're just and they're and they're like, you know, like five boxes wide or something, and just, just stacked up. And then I have boxes in my garage. You are a collector. <laughs> I don't like, to, yeah, <laughs> but they're they're there. I don't even tape like I don't even tape the bags and boards shut. I don't even tape the bag shut. Really, none of them. They're all fucking just flapping in the wind. <laughs> but they're all bagged and boarded. They're just not tape shut. Damn. Um, let's see. Director Hideki Ano says he's already working on the fourth and final entry of the rebuild for Evangelion, the film series. The film, which is entitled Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0, will complete the on-screen uh, what films. What the fuck did you just say? You never watched Evangelion? No, no, stop all that over. I didn't understand a fucking word you just said. Really? Yeah. What 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 didn't you understand? Any of it. <laughs> Fucking any of Director it. Director and O says And Decke and O? Hideke and O. Spell that. H I D E A K I. Okay. Says he is already <laughs> working on the fourth and final entry to the rebuild of Evangelion film films. So Evangelion is an anime uh-huh. that they now went and basically are retelling it through films. So there's been um, three films already. Uh, this this <laughs> installment is entitled Evangelion 3.0 plus 1.0. Okay. And it will it, it will complete the on-screen films that he has been working on since 2007. 
Wow. That's a long time. Yes. The complete the on-screen film series that he's been working on since 2010. Better be fucking awesome then. Another anime that's in the news, One Punch Man Season 2 has officially been announced. I saw that. But sadly, there's been no release date other uh, or other information given. Have you watched One Punch Man yet? Just what you showed me. Oh, you're killing me. It's on Toonami on Saturday nights. Midnight. I, I have to. have to catch up. I have to catch up. I'll just go online and go to like Chi Anime or something and watch it. There you go. Um, and for our last story of the night, fans of the FX series The Strain would be sad to hear that despite hopes, season four will be the last season uh, did, for The Strain. As did you just watch point. that? I have not watched The Strain since season one. I haven't either. I, I never got into it. I didn't either. I, I tried. Wasn't, I wasn't a fan of the comic book series, and mm. I'm not really a fan of the show. See, that's what I tried too, and I was like... I started watching it, and I went back. I was like, you know what? If I read the comics, maybe it'll pump me up for it, and it it, it made it worse. I wasn't into it. It wasn't my thing. Like, some of the episodes were kind of cool, but, like, nothing nothing really stuck to me where I, I had to come back and watch it. Yeah. Like, The Exorcist. If you fucking people out there have not watched the first episode of Exorcist... When was that on? Friday night. Uh, it was fucking... That show's going to be doomed. It's awesome. It's on a Friday night. Doesn't matter. It's gonna be awesome. They'll switch it. It's gonna. Be, it's awesome. I, I don't know. Do 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 they know when people record it? Does that count as views? They have a way to tell now. I think yeah. Cause like I DVR'd it and then I watched it uh, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it Saturday. It's fucking really good. I hope it's not Dune because it's on a Friday night because it's it's. Like, when it ended, I was, like, pissed off that it was over. <laughs> it, it fucking, it was it was good. It was suspenseful. It fucking caught me off guard. Fucking, it was, it's it's well done. It's not, like, cheesy. Like, you know, like, Lucifer's kind of cheesy, mm. but it, Lucifer's good. I like Lucifer. I like the good cop. Bad cop is the devil that's not really a cop. I mean, that, that, that's yeah. cool. You know what I mean? But, like... The Exorcist is like it's like they're they're trying to be kind of scary, and they're trying to be suspenseful, and it's and it's fucking fucking a little gory. That's how I feel when watching Ballers. There was a part in it, man, where this kid was possessed, and uh, uh, the father was like in a dream watching this happen. This kid, and he's fucking just, and he's all fucked up looking. This little kid, he's fucking like they're like in like a. Somewhere like in Brazil or something mm-hmm. like that, and he's like handcuffed his bed, and he's fucking ripping his own teeth out like with his tongue Jesus. and spitting them out at the fucking Christ. at the priest, and he's fucking just and he's bleeding out of his mouth, and when his head turns, it doesn't he doesn't like it doesn't turn and fucking uh, like and he's alive, dude. He fucking you see his fucking neck snap and he fucking dies, uh, and you see like like you see like the bone like popping. Uh, it's it's fucking really good, man. It's it's gonna be a really good show. I I suggest everybody go back and set their DVRs to watch it because everybody's doing something on Friday nights except me. <laughs> Clearly, no. I watched it Saturday. I was busy. Even people who have no life like myself weren't watching it on a Friday night. It was and it's on it's on like eight o'clock. But I like I remembered it like seven forty five and I got on my phone and and because that's what's cool about the Direct TV app is you can mm. record from the Direct TV app. 
So I just hit record. I fuck it. I can't. I already re- had it record to set and watch the whole. It's awesome. You damn kids and your your special apps. Right. God damn kids. But that's how I feel about ballers though. Is that the show is good, suspenseful, and it's over when and I get pissed off when it's over because they just finished season two and it was really really good. I'm four episodes back. I I the, I was all the way up to where they had that party and he was fucking. I didn't even watch all of it, but they had that big party in the house, and that chick was taking a shower in there, and she's like, hey, oh. you want to join me? That's about as far as I've You're gotten. only like an episode back then. Am I? An episode or two back, yeah. yeah. I think my DVR said, maybe I am. Maybe I missed an episode then. But um, that just ended on Sunday, and that was really good. So, uh, yeah. And I got to get finish up Vice Principals. Oh, dude, that show is amazing. I love that show so much. But Can't I'm, wait for I'm really two. glad that all the TV shows are good, because I, I think what... Flash is coming back soon. Flash comes back October. And they yeah. should and Deathstroke will be on the hundredth episode. The only thing that, the only thing that upsets me is that we're not gonna get a new eye zombie until July, until January. That's alright though. But I'm fine with that. I'm finding more shows that I'm interested in outside of that genre though. Like there's this new show on NBC called This Is Us that's really that really like grabbed me and I'm hooked on that show. Um then what else? There's some other ones that are coming out that I'm like, man, that looks like a really good show. But we'll see. Like what? Going forward. Uh, Son of Zorn. <sighs> I, I like that about, show. I don't know about that show. Um, I know. I didn't even watch it last week, though. So. I know there's a lot of people out there that like Atlanta, the new show from... Not uh, even going to bother with it. No, I didn't. From Childish Gambino, Donald Glover. I didn't watch that. I and know Kellen really likes that. From the commercials, it didn't pique my interest. Yeah, the new season of South Park has started. Hilarious. Did you watch episode two yet? Not yet. Oh, you're killing me. I'm behind. Yes, you are. I'm a busy guy. You fucking run a, help run a pop culture podcast. How are you behind? (laughs) I don't get it. Unprepared. Uh, Unprepared. Unprepared. If I had to give you an evaluation. I'd get a D. (laughs) Unprepared. (laughs) Biggest weakness. Unprepared. (laughs) But all right, I guess that's a good place to leave off for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. And I'm Kyle. And we will see you next time. Unprepared Kyle. Unprepared Kyle will be here next time. Unprepared. (laughs) Unper-fucking-paired. Goodbye, everyone. Does knowing that you just finished another episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast leave you with an empty feeling in the pit of your stomach? Don't worry, we got you covered. Head on over to iTunes and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of our content. As long as you're there, why not leave a review? Not an Apple user? No worries, we got your back. You can also find us on the Google Play Music Store, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Overcast, and any other podcast application. Want to keep in touch with us and be the first to know anything and everything the guys are up to? Make sure to like the Absolute Geek Podcast on Facebook and follow them on Twitter. If following adventures through pictures is more of your style, then make sure to stay up to date with the guys on Instagram. If you'd like to donate to the show, you can do so through Patreon and receive Patreon-only content. But remember, you never have to donate. That's an option. Your love and admiration is just as good. And as always, thanks for listening.